everybody! <laughs> welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Blue, that is Brad. We are sleepy today. What? Sleepy? No. Us? No. Yeah. But it is our 69th episode of the podcast, which is Nice. <laughs> yes. So we are covering a, a very plot-filled anime today just for the celebration. Yes. But it's plot for plot's sake. Like, the plot is needed for the plot. Right? Like, I've... I've yeah. never been in such a plot conundrum before. Like, I feel like we opened the Pandora's box of plot. Honestly. Honestly. Like, you couldn't have this anime with this same concept without plot. It wouldn't work. So, I, You know, someone keep a running counter of how many times we say plot this episode. Please and oh thank you. Oh my god, you. do not make it into a drinking game. You will get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> will that be good? Oh, if that's the case, plot, 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 plot. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Make it into a... No, I don't even... I wouldn't even say do it into a hydration game because, like, don't... You could get water poisoning as well. Not a good idea. I mean, okay, sips of water for every time we say plot. There you go. Sips. We could do yeah, sips. Don't, don't do full shots or something like that. You will die. No. I would be dead already if I yeah. were to try to turn this into a drinking game. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd be dead after two. Exactly. So... I'd have been dead in the first 10 seconds, give or take. It's cold today here. Uh, It's very hot here, but we have the AC cranked down lower than normal, so I'm sitting in the office hiding in a hoodie. Mm. But that might just be because my desk is directly below a vent, so it's been blowing air on me for like the past two hours since I've been home. Ooh, shivers. Just, just slightly. But yeah, how was is, how is you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Spoke to the twins today, the notorious twins. One of the twins has um, recently kind of rediscovered our podcast because, um, uh, yeah, she just kind of like was she was watching some things and I was like, oh, we did a podcast episode on that. And so she went and like listened to a bunch and she's been binging them, which is hilarious. <laughs> so she's been finding all of the times that I've mentioned them throughout the podcast and she's going to listen to this as well. Hello, twin. Hello, twin. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> hello, twin. And um, yeah, she recently just got... Um, past our Promise Neverland one. She just listened to the Promise Neverland one. And she was saying, thank you for mentioning the room with the help written on it that just like never got explained and never reappeared or anything. Because apparently like nobody else talks about it. That's just a moment that is just glossed over. But how, how can you not talk about it? Like it's there. It's like, holy fuck, like what's going to happen? And then nothing. Like, yeah. Could you not have explained it off as the people that were raiding the fucking bunkers doing it? But mm -hmm. again, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> and also I ruined Violet Evergarden for them both. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean. They, like you, when you first watched it, they didn't like, it didn't clock Oh, them. the rose colored glasses moment for it? Yeah. 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 They just, well, they just watched it and they were like, uh, you know, don't even care about taking into account ages and stuff. And then they listen to it and they're like, oh, oh no. Yeah, because again, until you think critically about it, you're like, fuck yeah, this is a great anime. And then you mm -hmm. actually think critically about it and you're like, oh, oh. That's that's not <laughs> no. great. Yeah. So. But again. So you, I you apologized fixed, for that. You fixed the like, ages. I'm sorry. The show can be a solid 10 out of 10. That's, like no, yeah. no quarrels with that whatsoever. But because of that. Yeah, we didn't rate it. Yeah, it's just like, why? Why? It just... But anyway, before we get into a whole version of that... Yeah, we, we've... We've already discussed that. Yeah, we've... That's been a rant and a half multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a dead horse that we have beaten thoroughly. <clears throat> Obviously not, because we've come back to it. No, that's true. Let's beat it again. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> but funnily enough, whatever you said that 
she had listened to the Promised Neverland episode. I was going to ask the good one or the bad one, but then you talked, then you went into it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, definitely the, the yeah, bad the one. Yeah, the second one, season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because was she, like, the twins are who kind of, like, reintroduced me to uh-huh. anime. Um, and uh, And so they're kind of, like, a lot of the stuff that they've watched is stuff that they introduced me to, so then I watched their stuff. But now it's flipped, and instead of them me asking them for recommendations because of the podcast it's kind of been like me giving them recommendations or being like oh we did an episode on that it's like this you mm-hmm. know and it's very weird how the turntables have turned my how the tables turned have tabled <laughs> exactly the uh, turntable turns on that note so have i've got one of my best friends to actually start watching Bunny Girl Senpai. Oh, yeah. So as soon as he gets it finished, I will have an update on what he thought about it. Because I'm Ooh. like, fucking finally, I've got one of my friends to start it. Yeah. Because I'm ready for them to be emotionally scarred. Oh, um, last week, when we were doing uh, a section of the, the podcast, I was talking about a reference to a film. Your Bunny Girl Senpai just clocked that because that was also one of the references that I made mm-hmm. for last week. Yeah. But I, I spoke about how the fact that it had two live-action films that would make good references for it, and then I only explained one of them and just left the other one as a mystery because my ADHD trailed off. And then I was thinking about it late at night afterwards, staring at the ceiling, contemplating my life, and I was like, oh, I only explained one of them. So if you listened to last week's episode and you know what I'm talking about, the other movie was The Fault in Our Stars with the always section, or like they have that one word that they always like reconnect to, and then um, How to Eat Your Pancreas, or I Want to Eat Your Pancreas being kind of like their always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised you stars. didn't connect it to The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Because whenever you brought up that first point, <laughs> I was like, I thought that's where you were going to go with it. That's where I was going to go with it, and then I got sidetracked. Well, I'm glad we're both on the same page of nothingness, then. Yeah, so, there we go. I Want to Eat Your Pancreas has moments like The Vault Nest does. That's the reference I was trying to make. Aha. It never happened. I made it now. Yay! Yeah, one week too late. Yeah. How have you been, though? I've been good. Tired. Life is a never-ending mm. plethora of parades of fuck-ups. Yeah, I feel you. But I put in my notice. It's Pride Month. Do what? It's Pride Month. It is Pride That's Month. Fun. I've officially ordered this year's run of Pride Cloak merch, too. Yeah. I've got two t-shirts, and I got a, like, muscle tank top shirt, too. Because nice. I got to, since you and I were discussing tan lines the other day, I got I to gotta work on my arm tan lines just a little bit. Yeah. I have some weird thigh tan lines right now because I was wearing a, a skirt and... Skirts hang at a different length than shorts and stuff, and so I have a weird thigh tan line. How? <laughs> like, how does one garden in a skirt? Oh, uh, the same way we do everything, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just like such a foreign concept to me, thinking about yeah. a... Like, gardening in a skirt. Like, shorts, I understand. But a skirt, I am intrigued. I went, I learned to garden in a skirt because I was part of the gardening club in my primary school back in England. So part of my school uniform was summer dresses and skirts. And, um, yeah, so I learned to garden in a skirt. Oh, okay. I see, I see. Interesting. But, like, also, like, I don't know. Like, it, it depends on the skirt. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing a... Uh, 
mini skirt that's super tight and you're probably going to show everyone your undies but also if you're in a fenced in backyard then do your own thing right i mean hey whatever works i was just curious because again i've never seen anybody garden in a skirt watch any historical drama i barely have enough time to watch the anime that we're covering week to week most anime girls do everything in a skirt i know but i can't i can't fighting giant robots darling in the Bronx, part two Right. Gardening with giant mechs. Right. Wouldn't that just be tractors though? Like fighting tractors. Yeah, that's just that's just farming. That's just farming. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know. Not a whole lot's happened. I've put in my two week notice with my current job to move on to another job mm-hmm. doing the exact same thing I'm doing now, just better pay, more benefits, and actually being appreciated for who I am as a worker. Yay! We love yes. that. Also for anyone who is interested, the Full 1.0 release of the RP server will be going live as soon as this episode drops. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in a serious RP server, please check us out at Echelon Roleplay. Or just if you own GTA 5 and download 5M, just search Echelon, E-C-H-E-L-O-N. Ugh, I've had to spell that so many fucking times to try to record an ad for the podcast. It's ridiculous and I still have to think about it. <sighs> but yeah. Check us out. It's a lot of fun. I'm on there almost every single night. I basically neglect my anime watching for the last minute because of that shit. (laughs) But I'm going to be busy for the next couple of weeks. You know, I talked about last week how I became a detective to try to hunt down all the gangs that are selling all the drugs and all the guns. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to be the person selling all those guns and drugs again. Uh. We're having a complete wipe done. So, yeah, I'm going to be busy. Yeah. But I don't know. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. On the note of people and or what we've been watching, so we're both going to have to pester Janessa about next week's topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah, will. because that is like, other than our other friend that's big on other kinds of magical girls, Janessa is like big Sailor Moon person. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't know if she went to the Sailor Moon store when she was in Japan. I assume she probably did. I think so, because she also went and saw both of these films in theaters and let me know how she felt about both of them after she got out of them. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to pestering the shit out of her with that one after we watch both of them next week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's about it. That's all I got. Yeah. So have you been reading anything fun or watching any new anime other than our topic this no, week? No, no. This topic just took up all of my spare time <laughs> so this week as far as anime is concerned. So I'll- all I'm going to say so far is this anime doesn't, it shouldn't be as good as no, it is. No, it has no right to be this fucking good. I went into this and no. started the first episode and just that opening scene that follows the show for most of it. I was just watching it and I was like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Like yeah, it has it has no business being this entertaining. No, it does not. However, yeah. I was thoroughly surprised, but we'll we'll definitely get into that. However, so I don't Ooh. know if I mentioned this last week, but I bought the next novel by the author of I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Mm-hmm. So I've been reading that a little bit. I think I'm only like 30 or 40 pages in on my phone, but so far I'm liking what I'm reading. It's interesting. Good. Cool. I like to hear that. So it's a story about a elementary school-aged girl who is working with her teacher to try to discover what happiness is. So she is 
She's trying to figure out what happiness is by talking to her three outside friends that have very vastly different lives. Mm-hmm. So without getting into the trigger warnings behind those three lives, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, so far I am absolutely humored by everything that I'm reading. But also, it's great. I'm just not ready to cry. I have a feeling crying is going to come into play at some point. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But what about you? Have you taken anything else in this week besides our plot-filled extravaganza? Mm, um, I'm trying to think because I feel like I have, but my brain is just frozen. Um, well, hey, just let it go and you'll remember. Um, what? No. Brain. Come on. <clears throat> oh, I learned a new fact. Oh? That's one thing I did learn this week. Um, so the English language uh-huh. has evolved very much so over time. And when you're reading like old shop signs and it's like ye oldie shop, uh-huh. um, uh, that's wrong, right? So the Y, Y-E, um, isn't actually a Y or it wasn't originally, it is now, but it wasn't originally. What it was, was a, I think it's called a fade, mm-hmm. makes a T-H sound, um, and the reason why it no longer exists in our alphabet is because when the printing press was invented, it didn't fit, so they excluded it. But the way that the Y was written on a printing press looked very, very similar to this TH Thade symbol or whatever. So when they did those old shop signs and all things like that, um, the, they people just started reading the TH as a Y instead because they looked so similar. Um, and so it's not ye oldy shop. It is still the oldy shop. Um, but we changed it to ye, and thus thou became you. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it was thee and thou, and that, and them, and they. And then instead of it being thou anymore, it became you. Huh. Yeah. See, I also went down the YouTube rabbit hole today while I was waiting on us to record. Mm hmm. I now know why Japanese chef knives are so expensive, but also why they last forever. Why? They're built like katanas. Oh. Like, they are forged and made exactly how katanas are made. And in fact, after the samurai era came to a close, the blacksmiths for the katanas actually transitioned into making cutlery. And so that's why they will literally last forever and why they're so expensive is because they are still handmade to such a degree. Wow. So now I want to own one even more than I did before. Yeah. I love having a really sharp knife, but I also get scared when I have a really sharp knife. I know in my brain that having a dull knife causes more accidents than having a sharp knife. However, having a sharp knife is freaky. I mean, I guess one could say it is a double-edged sword. Ha 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 ha. I had to do some first aid this week. Yes. Twice. Yes, you did. In the same day. Mm-hmm. In the same day. Yeah. Um, so my dad, we've been, I've spoken a few times about the reconstruction that's been happening in our garden. Um, and my dad, we had a hot tub in our garden that was there when we moved in, but it broke. And so we just, cause Canadian hot, hot, hot tubs that are not built for Canadian weather should not be installed in Canadian houses because it gets to minus 40. So, you know, um, so this was a, a foreign branded hot tub that was in our garden that was not fit out for Canadian weather and we moved in with it and then it broke within like a year that we were there and then we just had this broken hot tub that we never used in the garden for like 10 years because that's what happens logically when you're in a house of people that don't do anything um and and so eventually we got rid of this hot tub and we got rid of like the 
plank that goes underneath it. We filled that in with gravel and grass and stuff. And then, but then there were like the stairs to get to the hot tub that just kind of like remained because we were like, it's good wood. It's not rotted like the wood that was underneath the hot tub. Like maybe we'll have some use for it because it's the same wood as what our deck's built out of. So maybe there might be like a part of the deck that needs changing or whatever. And we can use this wood because it's already the same. It's stained the same. It looks exactly the same. Maybe, you never know, right? So we'll keep the wood. We didn't do anything with the wood. We need to get rid of the wood. It's a still together in a giant set of stairs. So we need to dismantle this set of stairs. Um, so my dad was like, oh, I'll do it. I'm like, okay, cool. So he goes to do that and was like ripping out nails and hammering other things in and, you know, just tearing it apart so we can take it to the scrappy. And as he does this, um, he goes to uh, hammer in a nail, a screw or a nail. I don't know, one of them. Uh, I don't know if it was a screw or a nail. I wasn't paying attention. Um, and he goes to like get rid of this one. And as he throws his hand down, there was a piece of, there was a screw that was like sticking up that he hadn't seen because my dad is left-handed and things are not built for left-handed people. Um, and he went to strike his hand down. And as he did that, the screw caught his, the back of his palm and gouged in and ripped nicely, not nicely at all. Um, and so I uh, had to do some first aid with that. It was very, um, it was definitely not as clean as the knife that my mum got from Yellowknife. I think it was, yeah, it wasn't a Yellowknife though. I don't know where it was, but it was the, the last time I just shot my dad. I, it wasn't, it was very clean and a very nice cut. This time it was not, it was a rusty nail. It was gross. And uh, yeah, so I had to do some first aid for that, which was fun. Um, and then later that evening, I get another call down the stairs. Hey, first aider, person with a first aid license in this household, come upstairs, please. Um, and I go, why? And uh, my mom's foot is the size, <laughs> the size of a freaking like melon. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, I stepped on a bee. <laughs> Great. Have you ever been stung by a bee before? I don't know. Okay, great. Not having anaphylactic shock right now. <laughs> we will wait and see. I don't know. Put some ice on it. Take an antihistamine. Put some bug cream on it. We'll figure it out. The sting is not in it. But yeah, it was fine. My mom's foot was just huge. Her toes looked really stupid. I laughed a lot. <laughs> that's... Oh. I mean, that's hilarious. The fact that her foot swelled up that much, but also not good. Yeah, no, it was one of those things where I was like, I'm not taking you to the, I mean, I will take you to the ER if they have to drain your foot, but like, I don't want to take you to the ER so they can drain your foot because of the swelling. So please ice it. But yeah, it was, ugh. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever been stung by a bee or a wasp. I don't know though. I In my memory, I haven't. I have been multiple times by both. Mm. They suck, especially wasps. But, wasps yeah. are annoying little shits because even after they sting you, those fuckers live. Unless you yeah. kill them. Whereas bees, they get one shot. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, oh. but yeah um, it was... Uh, and then, okay, get this. I wake up this morning because my dad calls down the stairs, hey, do you want to go to the garden center? And, um, and I'm like bleary-eyed and blinking around like, what? It's early. Um, and it wasn't early. It's just early for me because I run on a very different clock to anybody else in the house um and he comes downstairs and and i'm like and i'm like getting up and getting dressed and i'm like okay i'm coming with you to the garden center and then i see a black thing on my on my rug in my room and i'm like what's that 
and I look at it closely and it's a bee. And I'm like, I'm not wearing my glasses. I don't know if that's a bee or a wasp or if it's alive or dead or what's going on. Dad, can you come down here and deal with that thing? My dad comes down. It was a dead bee. I don't know why there was a dead bee in my in the house. I live in the basement. I don't know how it got there. It did though. Um, and it was it dead in my carpet. And I was like, if my mom hadn't been stung by a bee the day before, I could have just stepped on that too. Like, <laughs> like what is it with the bees? What's going on with the bees? They trying to attack us. Like, what? What did we do? I mean, hey, on the bright side, an abundance of bees is a good thing. That means everything's going to be nice and healthy. Yeah, we've been uh, putting a lot of like bee-friendly flowers and hummingbird flowers and and stuff like that. And of course, I have my herb garden and the new flower beds, and we have multiple like bird feeders all around and stuff. So we are inviting the wildlife into our life. Like we are, we are actively trying to get bees. We have a bug box in the garden. We're trying to get them to populate our garden, to populate our flowers, to be around us. We like them. So I guess this is just us finally seeing like the results of that over the years because we have had so many birds in our garden. It's been so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like the past few years of us like trying to cultivate our garden has come up and now we're seeing the results of that, which is bees everywhere. I mean, hey, that is how you said you wanted it to be. So It you is. Know. We did want it to be be that way to be or not to be that is the question and we wanted bees well now you got the bees and that's the bees knees (laughs) why why do i continue to do this (laughs) i'm just kidding i love this you better too late to go back now we've been at it for 69 weeks we have been. Um, I get it from my dad, though, because we were in um, the car earlier today. As I was saying, we went to the garden center. And um, uh, we were in the car. And uh, he just, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just goes, um, he blew his brains out in the car. He didn't know that the lights had changed. And my mom's looking at him like, what? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Why are you talking about the fact that this, somebody blew his brains out of the car? What happened? And I'm like, are those song lyrics? And he goes, yeah. Sergeant Pepper's, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely House Club band from from the Beatles, and I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> Where did that come from? I am confused. Yeah, it's just my dad just spatting song lyrics, uh, and I'm like, yes, mood. I do it all the time, but also when you do it, I get to tease you about it. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yes. Sorry, big yawn. I don't know why I'm so fucking tired. It's seven. On a Saturday, yeah. I should be up until like 4 a.m. I don't know what's happening. What is my life? <laughs> You're getting old. You're not too far behind me. I know, <laughs> which scares me. I mean, there, there's only what, like a year and a half difference here? Yeah. You're not that far behind. Yeah, you're actually really close to the twins' age. Oh, yeah, because they're like, what, barely a year younger than I am, if even a year? Yeah. Well, the twins are actually closer to my brother's age than my age, because I'm November, and they're in the early early months of the year. Uh-huh. And they were born a year before me, so it's practically two years hmm. that they're older than me. But in, like, when you look at the date, it looks like only one year. But because I'm at the end of the year and they're at the beginning of the year, it's almost two. Okay, because they were born in 96, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, not not too awful far behind. No. Yeah. I was born in 95. Yeah, so they're probably closer to your age than they are mine. Yeah, they are closer to your age than they are mine. Probably. Who knows? Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm just they're going to be old. I get to tease them whenever they're old. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Do it. I'm sure you already ha. teased George about it anyway. I do. Because right now they're the same age as my brother. Mm-hmm. And he's going to turn this month. He's going to age it. A, a whole year in one day. Is that how that works? It is. You save up. And then on your birthday, you just go, oh, I'm a year older. Just as soon as midnight strikes, you've reached your new XP mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Level up. <laughs> you know what that reminds me mm-hmm. of? Have you seen that episode of um, SpongeBob where Patrick is like straining and then hair pops out? No. It's like Patrick's like, uh, uh, I'm going to grow a... Uh, no, they were like in disguise. Pa- Patrick and SpongeBob were in disguise for something. And uh, SpongeBob goes, where's your hair, Patrick? We were wearing hair for a disguise. And then Patrick turns around and he's got like the mullet tail, but like none of the top. So it's just like the back. And then, and then he's like, if you don't like that, then I can do this. And he goes, and it like poofs out to an afro on the top of his cone head. And then he goes, if you don't like that, I can do this. And then it's like a ponytail right out the top. And I think he does a few other things as well. And I always remember that. I mean, I could see it. Yeah. But it's not me. I, I don't remember ever watching that no. episode. I only remember that section of the episode. It's just Patrick straining and hair popping out. I could see that being memorable. Yeah. News! News! So, I have very exciting news for Attack on Titan fans, or Roomba fans in general. Mm -hmm. They have released an Attack on Titan Roomba with very special Levi stickers. And also, it is voiced by the voice actor of Levi. (laughs) The new Roborock S6 Pure model has officially gotten 93 original voice lines by Levi's voice actor, Hiroshi Kamiya. Said lines include, but are not limited to, commence cleanup of this area. My duty is to ensure that not a single piece of garbage remains in this crappy room as long as I'm alive. (laughs) Stopping the cleanup, meh. Choose for yourself not to have regrets. And cleanup concluded. This is real cleaning. Got it? Perfect. And if you are intrigued by said vacuum, it is only going to set you back a whopping total of $635, which at first glance, I figured would be more expensive. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Vacuums tend to be very expensive in general. But I mean, especially Roombas. Like, I remember when Roombas used to be over a grand. Mm -hmm. But also, this is like an officially licensed and voiced Roomba by one of the Basically, one of the big three of our yeah. generation. So I figured it's going to be like two or three grand, but nope, just $635, which is still a lot of money, mm-hmm. but not as much as I thought it would be. Yeah, it's it's so niche. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm their target audience. I am not their target audience. I don't, that I wouldn't want one. Uh, I guess I probably am their target audience. I fit into their target audience category, but I don't want one. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so I'm like, in an apartment, we have wood floors, target demographic, I'm I'm of that age, I'm making money, I like to attack on Titans. Would I spend it on a Roomba? I don't know. Let me think about it. If you were a Roomba person... And with us being people of culture, you know, being anime fans, mm. it's an intriguing thought. It is. Like, imagine getting yelled at by Captain Levi for doing a shitty job cleaning up your house. No, I do like the fact that it's it's uh, 
passive aggressive or just straight up aggressive in, in cases. Um, <laughs> I like that. I think that's fun. I think I would, I would get really annoyed if it was like main character hero vibes. If it was like Deku, it's just like, I can clean your house. And I would be like, go away. I don't want to be involved. I'm right there with you. But just the fact that it's Levi and he's such a dick, especially when it comes to cleaning. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, I kind of want one. I can't justify spending $635 on one, but I want one. Yeah. If if I was gifted it, I would not return it. I would enjoy it very much. You want to go splitsies on one? Yeah. And then we can just, you know, mail it back and forth. And mail it the back US and forth. <laughs> We would spend more on postage sending that thing back and forth than we would have on the actual fucking Roomba. Yeah, we'll have dual custody. I'll get it during the week. You can have it on weekends. And holidays, obviously. What what kind of fucking joint custody bullshit is this? I don't know, okay? My parents have been happily married my whole life. <laughs> Mine weren't. Oh. <laughs> well, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I love the, oh, wait, I know that. <laughs> Oh, oh that's sad news. No, it's not news. It's uh, that was established. It, that is part of our friendship. Th- this is like, this is canon now. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's canon. It, it, now it's been mentioned on the podcast. It actually happened. Before then, it was just a theory. A podcast theory. <laughs> a podcast theory. <laughs> oh. Oh god. So next piece of news. We're insane. Today. Yes, we are. Yes, we are very insane. So still on the you know, realm of Attack on Titan. So, Mikasa's voice actress, Yui Ishikawa, has officially announced her marriage. So, congrats. Yay. Oh, So, go away. Hi. You could, you could tell I'm pulling for news this week. <laughs> not, not a lot happened. I guess because the cons are getting ready to ramp up. Yeah, yeah. So, they're like... Let's not give these fuckers any news to talk about. So I'm just reaching. No. However, mm-hmm. congratulations to the happy couple. Yay. Yay. It had better be to Aaron's voice actor. Otherwise, people are going to be upsetty spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> are we back to spaghetti again? That's the second time that we've used it in this podcast. It's going to be the running joke. Although yeah. I don't know what spaghetti. kind of spaghetti puns I'm going to be able to come up with whenever we get, you know, deeper into the plot of the anime this week. Mm. But who knows? We may figure something out. We may. And oh, I got one. Oh. Uh, because it's censored, there's um, not that many noodles. N- noodles? <sighs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. I enjoyed it. Oh, oh no, I gotta laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to boo you. But you got to laugh. <laughs> Yay. That's fine. I can take that. That just makes it neutral. <laughs> <laughs> it's like canceling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's like the fucking boob abilities of one of our main characters. <laughs> or butt abilities. Yeah. Which one was it? I can't remember. All I remember is that she's just soft and everybody bounces off of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the fuck did we watch this week? Anyway, last piece of news. So, Miss mm-hmm. Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S officially has a premiere date. Mm-hmm. July 7th. Ooh. I don't remember what else is coming out in the summer season. 
all I can remember is that one. So that's what I'm most excited for for summer. Mm-hmm. I have been majorly slacking on my weeklies. Mm-hmm. Like majorly. I'm not even caught up on My Hero. That's how bad it's been. How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. This coming from the person that hasn't started season five. Yeah, no. Um, at least I, I've started it. Well, I looked at it. That is a lie. It It is a lie. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm here to call you on your shit. Don't start with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got for news. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all the news. Um, I don't have any um things of note to talk about of uh, with modern stuff and anime things that have happened. So let's go into the background. Yeah, Blue's basic knowledge of modern anime is me being like, "Here, watch this." To which she replies with, "Oh yeah, I'll get around to it," and then doesn't. So that's why I'm in charge of scheduling for the podcast so she can stay cultured. Yes. It is. Exactly. That's how this works. And every now and again, I say, hey, have you seen this really weird, obscure thing? And then I honestly don't know how I find them because I don't, um, like, how do I, how do I know about the obscure stuff when you're the one who knows about all the stuff? Like, how does this work? Well, I mean, so it was basically a coin toss for this episode that came down between Keijo or harem anime, and I just let Blue take mm-hmm. it, because since I'm over-scheduling, if she's got something she wants to watch, I'll throw it in. Yeah, and this is, this is a treat. This is a treat, although it could kind of get close to being a harem anime at times. Uh, yeah, um, but all girls. Yeah, all girls. Yeah. But it's great. I think the the only time that men are featured in this anime is when they are referencing a BL manga. Or, like, game. Honestly, the audiobook BL section was hilarious. It's so funny. It was great. Like, just, oh. Okay, we're going to start gushing about the anime. we got to get through background first. We do. We have to do background. So, guess what demographic this is. What? It's a shonen. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking shonen. <laughs> Like, it ran in the weekly Shonen Sunday magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is life? Guess what is rated? What? PG-13. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. I'm calling bullshit on that one. I, I, that's what my anime list says, is it says it's rated PG-13. That is a lie. That is a lie. Uh-uh. I don't believe right? it. I don't believe no. it. No. This is 18 plus. Yeah, like, even though it never, like, just outright shows anything, it's there. Every bit of it's there. Yeah. No, this is not a 13A. This is 18 plus. Thank you very much. Uh, 100%. And the manga was written by Daichi Sorayomi. I can pronounce mm-hmm. Japanese names. Mm-hmm. Its original run was from July 24th, 2013 to April 26th of 2017 for a total of 18 volumes. You know what that means? There's content. There's more seasons if they want to do it. Will we get more seasons? God, I fucking hope so. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And the anime was written by Hideya Takahashi. Mm-hmm. And the studio was Xebeck. Would one pronounce that Zebeck? Mm. Is that how that works? Uh, sure. 
Oh my god, there's six OVAs. Where are the OVAs? Yeah, um, uh, they came out shortly after the, the anime came out in the same year. Were they on Crunchy, though? I don't Because I, I didn't I watch can... them, but there's 12 episodes and six OVAs. It ran from October 2016 to They might be on Funimation December. as it's licensed. It's licensed by Funimation, right? So they might be on Funimation. Maybe. Now I kind of want to watch I... this dub just to see the shit show that the dub would be. I'm going to see if they're on Crunchy. I didn't see them on Crunchy. I thought it just said one season, 12 episodes. Yeah, uh, series details, episodes 12, yeah, they don't have anything about any OVAs, so yeah, it might be on Funimation, maybe. Checking it now, because that's all the background. Dead silence. Silence! Yeah, um, I don't know why it's rated a PG-13, I guess, technically... If you go by technicalities, which is usually how these rating systems go, is that it's like this amount of nudity, this amount of swearing, this amount of violence, this amount of this, that, and the other. It doesn't actually cross many barriers. Like when it's like a hard yes or no, it would probably be no on a whole bunch of them because there's no swearing, there's no blood, there's no gore, there's no visible nudity. It is, there is obviously sexual contact, but because it's being done in in a most of it is being done in a completely non-sexual way in the sense that it's not like one person interacting with another person for the means of like flirtatious purposes it is a sport that is using physical body parts that happen to be equated with sexuality so i feel like there's like this gray area that this fits into to make it a pg-13 i don't agree with it i think it should not be a PG-13, mainly because there's so many references and innuendos and things about this that I just don't think a 13-year-old would understand. They would be very confused and basically turn into Master Oshi with blood shooting out of their nose. Yeah. Like, this I would be like a fever is... dream for somebody going through the fucking height of puberty. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's, um, it, yeah, it's one of those things that you watch for jokes as an adult, but as a, as a young teenager like that, I feel like would have a very different influence on your brain you wouldn't watch it for jokes no no definitely not yeah this is just me brain destruction is what that is yeah so i personally i would say minimum like 17a but i would put it at 18 plus yes 100 percent. yeah and can confirm the ovas are not on funimation so okay so they are they are a mystery we don't know about the ovas they don't exist um they don't exist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, on I've seen it in the comments section of Crunchyroll where I watched this that it was very black and white. People were either in love with it and thought it was hilarious, like me and you did, or they were like, "This is a waste of time. Why was this made? You call this art? This is what is this?" So I feel like it's a very black and white show. You'll either love it or you hate it. I personally think it's hilarious. Um, I've watched it twice now. I actually followed this when it first came out, like when the trailers were coming out. I, f- I watched the trailers and was like, I can't wait for this to come out. And I watched it um, as soon as the whole thing was released. I binged it. Um, so yeah, I've, I've known about this since 2016. Um, it's uh, very entertaining. I think it's a lot of fun to watch. I don't know. But I will just say very much sexual content I recommend 18 plus. Uh, be aware of what you're watching. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and that has been your weekly PSA from B&B Anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so on my anime list, it is rated a 6.99 <laughs> out of 10 
from 150,000 users. Well, how fitting. How fitting. Oh, my God. That's that's honestly jokes. <laughs> that's shenanigans. Like, that's bullshit. I feel like that is a lie. That, I, I think you made that, that up. People have... No, I haven't. People have obviously gotten together and were like, we're going to make it or being rated a 6.99. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, and on Anime Planet, it is a 3.5 out of 5 from nearly 7,000 votes. So basically so, a 6.9 on that one as well. On that one as well, I, which is hilarious. And I feel like that's that's kind of what I saw in the comment section as well. I feel like that's pretty fitting. Most people were enjoying it. Most people thought it was great. A couple of people felt very strongly in the opposite direction. So it is what it is. I don't think if you go into watching this anime, trying like with a serious mindset, you will have a bad time. It is not a serious anime at all. It should not be taken seriously. It does not want to be taken seriously. If you go into it thinking that this is art and culture, you will not have fun. Okay, so first of all, that is a lie. It is a shonen. It's obviously taking itself very seriously. <laughs> okay. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a shonen. But God, it is a fever dream of hilarity. Yes. But it's so um, good. It's so good. It has no business being this good. So it's based around this sport called Keijo, which is... A um, gambling sport, so like horse racing, greyhound racing, that kind of stuff. Um, it is like that, but with humans. Or boxing, I suppose, is probably a better <laughs> thing to put it on. But they use they use horse racing as an example in the beginning, but they, I don't think they use like MMA or boxing. No, no. No, which is weird, because they should. That's a better uh, uh, example. Um, is this sport that they said was invented in the beginning of the 21st century, and it's based around women who will fight each other without using any kind of... Like, their goal is they're on a platform surrounded by water. Their goal is to knock each other off of the platform. Last man standing wins. The only way that they are allowed physical contact with the other person is via butt or boob. If a hand or a foot or any other part of the your body turns to... Like, hits the other person to knock them off, it's disqualification. doesn't count. You also cannot touch the platform that you're standing on with anything other than your feet. So um, if you fall down, um, if you sit down or like whatever, but you're still on the platform, you still, it counts as a fall and you lose. And um, so then this story is based around these young girls who are young girls, young women. I don't want to say young girls, that makes it sound weird. Young women who are um, college age. Instead of going to a regular college, they go to this um, year-long training program to become a Keijo athlete. And uh, they're doing so because they can make a, lo a lot of money doing it. Um, they enjoy the sport. And they also get, like, private designers and stuff. If you get, like, high up, you can get, like, sponsorships and private designers for your swimwear and, like, all those kinds of stuff. And um, so they go to this school and um, they have to past the school, past their lessons, past their training, to be able to then turn pro. It's kind of similar to My Hero Academia in that, like, setup. You have to go to school, get your license, get released. But this is a very different circumstance. And, um, and yeah, and then they, then they were able to compete as an athlete. Um, it is stupid. There are many references to a lot of anime pop culture and video game pop culture and, like, just stuff. It's very funny. Watch out for those. It is incredibly sexual. Um, it is butts and boobs fighting each other all the time. 
if you live in a house with your parents, watch it in your bedroom. Put headphones on. <laughs> yeah, don't don't watch it out in the open. This is Food Wars level of don't get caught watching this, please. Yeah, yeah Food Wars season one level. Don't. <laughs> um, it is all censored. That's one thing that um, uh, I I will say. I don't actually know if there is an uncensored version, but in this version, it is all censored. The version that's on Crunchyroll. I don't know if there is an uncensored version. I haven't looked it up to know if there is an uncensored version. So if you want to know, you can do your own research. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way that it is now is funny. I enjoy it. Uh, there are the specials, as we mentioned before. But yeah, we're going to get into it now. So Spoiler Chicken Out's on. I do recommend you watch it. And uh, I, yeah, I. it's not... How do I say this? It's not, like, meant for people that are attracted to women. Like, I don't think that only people that are attracted to women will get enjoyment out of this. No, this is something that anybody, 18 plus, can sit down, watch, and have a good time, regardless of whether you're attracted to men, women, who gives a shit? It's a fun time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, agreed. Now, this is not something that you want to show someone who's new to anime, because you will immediately turn them off to it. Yeah. But for somebody that's an anime veteran that has put, like, I think between you and I, we're basically at a year total of our lives spent watching anime. Like, collective time. Like, this isn't, like, we've only been watching anime for a year. No, like, if you compiled the amount of anime that Blue and I have watched and stacked them side by side, it would be a full year of watch time of anime between the two of us. Yeah, the hundreds and hundreds of episodes that we have gone through stack up to be about a year we should seriously key in like what we've seen for the podcast and just see what that equates to yeah i went through it fairly recently and i think i was at like over four months but since then we have gone through quite a bit of like multi-season stuff and i have gone through and watched like i've watched prince of tennis like three times all the way through and i've seen all of dragon ball through a few times yeah so that, that may be something we have to go through and revisit, but probably at least a solid month apiece between us of anime watch time just for the podcast alone. Yeah. So, yeah, that's – we definitely found hilarity in this. I kind of kind of keep it at, you know, that range. But if you want laughs and you don't take it seriously, you'll have a great fucking time watching this. Yeah, this is, this is the kind of anime that I recommend that you have a couple drinks with a couple of your friends and you sit down and you watch it. Because it's 12 episodes. It's so bingeable. Uh, that's exactly what I did. I started it and just yeah. immediately got hooked. Like, it's, yeah. it's a great yeah. time. If you are doing nothing and you are either on your own or with friends or whatever, and you just want to have, a, like, a good time where you can shut your brain off and enjoy stuff, this is what I recommend. It's stupid. It's overly sexual in like the best way i think it's hilarious it's yeah okay we can if you want to we could bring up the argument of like this is sexist or whatever but i honestly think it's like you could do a male version of this and it would be just as funny so anybody out there who wants to make a male version of this i'm down oh my god please i want i want to see that now like just oh god yeah can we do that please that's funny that I, I want that. I would be Let's, game. Please. Like, give it to me, please. I just want to, mm-hmm. I want to see the quick attacks shit come out of that, please. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, you can have that argument if you want to have that argument. Personally, I don't think it's all too deep. I don't think it's that deep. 
I think it's meant to be a joke. It's meant to be taken as a joke. And um, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. There is also a uh, tiny... I don't know. I I don't really know how to approach it because I don't like I'm not part of that community. I don't know anything really about it. But there is a character in here that has it kind of established that they have dissociative identity disorder. Um, so it's what is formerly known as split personality that is no longer known, hasn't been known as that since like the 70s, but that's what media calls it. Um, and I like if that is a trigger for you, maybe don't watch. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything about that so I don't really know how to speak on that not a mental health illness that I have like been involved in but that is a thing other than that I didn't bring a joke to this episode how dare you I know how dare I started the last one off with a joke Mm -hmm. people are going to be so confused (laughs) some of this shit starts with a joke yeah right let's get into it let's do the thing yeah the thing so yeah, so we're starting off. Our main character, Nozomi. She is um, excited. She goes up to the new school. There are introductions of characters. We learn what the sport is. There's reporters everywhere. We learn that one of her friends is like a thoroughbred and another one of her friends is like a, uh, a judo expert that left. She's like a judo nearly national champion or is like going to the championships or whatever left to do this. We learn about her roommates. Everyone gets to know each other. We learn about how the sport works. We get to learn about room 309, the empty room, um, all this kind of stuff. It's a very captivating, establishing first episode. First episode, then moving into room 309, us getting to know her roommates, the other characters, and getting an introduction to the sport, and the um, news reporters that have been following. Oh, those, those are the only other dudes in in the show that I forgot about. Is the reporters? Yeah, the reporters, and then uh, her father. Yeah, Sayaka's father. father. Yep. Yeah, Sayaka. That's it. That's all the guys. That's it. Also, that's very strange. Although, according to the wiki. Apparently, there are male students at the school, but they are manga drawing, so we definitely never saw them in the show. No, it, I am, it makes me thoroughly curious because, I mean, on one hand of my brain, I'm like, yeah, but they, they've been playing this sport since early, since the early 21st century, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how long this sport's been established because they just said at some point within, that's when the sport was established at some point, it's been time later. So that could be in like 20... 69 jokes uh, and it's, it's like <coughs> the sport has been around for a really long time by then so they've lost the kind of um sexual awkwardness that would happen right now mm-hmm. you know yeah so that's the way i'm thinking about it when her dad shows up is that it's not awkward because it's later on and there has been years in between <laughs> i mean not only that but it's clearly like a gambling worthy anime mm-hmm. so there are like Plenty of men in the stands, just as women, and, like, everybody was invested in the sport. So, obviously, the awkwardness is gone. Yeah. Which makes it, like, fine. I mean, they're all consenting adults, so, again, it's fine. Yeah, the people that participate are all consenting adults, so it's fine. And if you're gambling, then you have to be a consenting adult, so there wouldn't be any children in the stadium at all. Yeah. So, everything is fine. So, yeah. Everything is fine. It's fine. They're all adults. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, uh, what did you think about the um, her roommates? Nozomi's roommates. So... We have... Sayaka is just obviously the, like, quiet, smart friend. Mm-hmm. 
Then you have... Kazane, who yeah. can sense the wind. With her hand. And also remember mm-hmm. things by touching butts. <laughs> yeah. And then Toyokuchi, who is just yeah. soft. Just soft. Just obviously the big boob, big ass, dumb friend. She's just squish. Just 100% squish. And probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be one of the most memorable characters just because the way that she just bounces people off of her. <laughs> uh, and her constantly face planting on everything. Yes, but also mood for both of us. Honestly, yeah. Relatable. I didn't fall over. I was just sliding into first base. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe that. <laughs> Where was first base? <laughs> oh, that's Those so funny. Jokes. So then we have a training montage, and if you know me, you know how much I love a good training montage. But do you love training montages? So we montages? get to see, I love training montages. I think Mulan infected my brain as a child, and ever since then, whenever there is a training montage, I get stupid amounts of joy. So I wonder how ripped I could get by doing butt figure eights. I'm curious. I Like, I'm genuinely curious about those exercises, and to see, like, if, like, What? <laughs> I mean, obviously, they were walking on their butt, so that exercise can't be done. Yeah, but I feel like you, like if you were, like you balanced yourself on your butt and then you shifted and you like wiggled forward, that would be a huge core exercise, right? Because that's like being in a crunch and just like staying there and then wiggling. Super fit people, send me a TikTok of someone actually doing this. Yeah, I feel like it's a thing, and I feel like it's a it's an ab exercise. It's a core But I don't feel like it can really be done. Because they're not using their hands. They're not using their feet. They're literally walking with their butts. So someone really fit. I feel like it's possible. Prove to me this can be done. I feel like it's possible. I don't. Mm. Prove me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this training montage, we also get to know the teachers. We get to know a little bit of their backstory, of who they were, if they were professional athletes. Um, We get to... See the differences between the elite class and the regular class. So the elite class is a class of 10 students, I think 10 students. Yes. Who were, who got the best scores on the entrance exam. And because of that, they were then able to be in this upper class where they get like better food and better rooms and like all of this like other stuff. Um, And uh, then we have the butt beach ball training session. (laughs) Such a. Such a great time. You would only uh-huh. get this in this anime. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, very light beach ball. Blows away in the wind very easily. They have to smack it with their butts um, to get keep it up in the air. And it's basically like, what is it? It's not hot potato. It's, um, it's like, what's that thing where you try and throw it and count how many throws you can? I don't know. That. It's basically just, just to, you know, keep it in the air game. Like, don't yeah. let the ball hit yeah. the ground. And, uh, the, yeah, this is when we learn a little bit more about Kazane. With her ability to tell where things are going to land just by feeling the air with her hand. Honestly, she could belong in, like, any other anime. And it would be like, oh yeah, legit superpower. I can see her in Haikyuu. Yeah. Like, in Do fact, that would have been a badass power to yeah, have in Haikyuu. She could be in, put her in My Hero Academia. It's like, oh, what ability do you have? Oh, I feel the wind. Okay, cool. My hero, fine. Kurokono Basuke. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like she would come into hand and like big wind up or something like that. Yeah, she could. She could just be picked up and plonked in like to pretty much any anime, except like 
YOLO in April. Well, she still could probably no, play he, a part in that. Yeah, I was going to say, she plays an instrument and they're like, it's like a the harp or something and she gets the perfect resonance because of the, the feel of the wind vibrating off of the strings of the harp. Oh, spring would never be the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So then... We have this training thing. They do really badly. Um, then they have this test. And the people that come last in the test um, get a punishment. And the ones who come first get the reward of some gelato. Which, honestly, ice cream is a reward. Yes, please. Um, and, and uh, yeah, so then they, they win because of her being able to fit, uh, read the wind. And then finally finding her voice. Because, like, it's a coming into her own thing. And they bond and become friends. And it's a... Happy time. Friendship. Yay. Yay. Mm-hmm. And then we learn about the vacuum butt cannon. Just because she tries to do it on a teacher and then the teacher is like, hey, you bad, you banned, you're not allowed to do that. No, you, you, this is going to destroy your body. It is too powerful. Your butt is too powerful. It's not a sentence I thought I was going to say. Definitely not. <laughs> then there's another training montage because we love them. and But this time she is wearing a like restrictive suit that's like all the way from her chin to her ankles except her stomach is exposed because belly buttons and um (laughs) and it's like constricting all of her muscles in like weird contortioned poses so she has to like strain or like flex to keep herself in a natural position and it's like teaching her body to like so it was strengthening her whole body but also teaching her to relax in a specific way and and strain certain muscles and and strengthen up certain parts and you know what I mean. No, no, I don't. I didn't watch this anime. Okay. Oh, great. Cool. That, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> yeah, it's like the stealth sneaking suit from Metal Gear, but belly button version. Yes, because belly buttons. You know, my mom calls them a tummy button, and that just weirds me out. But if ever there was something that I could see your mom saying, that would be it. Yeah. Like just from all the conversations we've had, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I call it a belly button if my mom calls it a tummy button. Like, surely that I should also call it a tummy button because but I guess my dad everybody influenced. calls it a belly button. Yeah. I don't know. It weeds me out. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So then more training, more montages, and then we have a race to compete against the elite class. And I think this is probably the f- one of the first times where you get to see the insane fight scene animations that they put these girls in when they're fighting with their butts and boobs. Like, this is the, the amount of animation that they do for a butt and a boob fight is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it is insane. But also... I didn't expect as many of our main characters to win as they did. Yeah, no, me either. Like, I expected all of them, except for maybe one of them, to lose. Mm-hmm. And not even our main character to win. Like, I expected her to get her ass handed to her, literally. <laughs> Figuratively? Literally. Both? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> but no, three out of our yeah. four won their fight. Mm-hmm. Also, can we can we just talk about Cerberus for a minute, please? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Butt dog. <laughs> a sentient butt. Oh my god. Oh. Dude. And the fact that it three heads like turns into full Cerberus later. Yeah, like can we 
Did we watch an anime this week or did we just drop acid? I'm fairly certain we got high. Probably. That seems we, a lot more accurate. We had a shared acid trip and I don't... It was it was a time. I, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. <laughs> it happened. Um, yeah, so they go up against the elite class. Nozomi ends up versing Cerberus. It... Hypnotities? <laughs> oh my god. But I mean, come on now. Oh. That move was super effective. <laughs> it was it was super effective. Yeah. Mio used hypnotities. It was super effective. It's like a Pokemon battle, but there's more plot and substance to it. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> Hypnotitties. Um, so, Could okay. that just be the title of this episode? Episode sixty nine. Hypnotitties. Honestly, like mood. <laughs> um, out of the four of our characters, our, our roommates fights with the elite class. Who is your favorite? Definitely, uh, fucking Sayaka. Right? Is that it? Yeah. Just because if anybody was going to win theirs, I figured it would be her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I just thought about her judo throw. Ah, the nipple hip toss. <laughs> I can't, I don't understand. I know you're not meant, like, it's not, there is no proper biology in this at all, but still. What? What's there not to understand? Nipple? Hook's bathing suit to ensue judo throw. <laughs> <laughs> and her dad is so proud. That's my girl. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Honestly, this is so good. It's so stupid. Okay. So I also freaking loved uh, Masaika's, um, uh What do they call them? They don't. It's um, a race. They call them races. Mm-hmm. Which is a thing. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> so anyway, so then they have the Kyoto training camp. So I feel like approximately each episode up until the last three takes place over about a month. Yeah, kinda give or take. Some of them have longer periods, some of them have less. Yeah. The whole thing takes place over less than a year, because when you're taking into account like summer break for school, but it takes place over one school year. So yeah, so uh, there's 12 episodes. It approximately equals out to about a month. So then when we go to training camp in Kyoto, um, this is where we get to meet Lady Missile of Kyoto, who is a pro Kyoto, um, Kyoto player, Kyoto player right now. And um, she is training them. Oh yeah, because our girls get to go up into the elite class and, um, they go on this elite class training camp and they meet her. She then separates them out into, because there's like a, a three different versions of playing the sport. There's like a, basically your equivalent of like um, an outfielder, uh, a pitcher, or like, a, I don't, infielder, you know? Like it's that kind of thing. It's like there are three. Basically close quarters combat, long quarters, but speedy combat and counter combat. Which is yeah. what our softy is really good at. Yes. <laughs> she kind of reminds me of Homer Simpson when he like smacks his stomach and it just like... <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know, I get that though. Yeah. But also it's, hypno titties. Yeah. <laughs> also, also hypno titties. <laughs> it's a bad move. It's forbidden. <laughs> Why didn't you break that out in the East and West fight? Oh my god, that would have been hilarious. Also, what did the teacher do to her for doing that? Because it never explained. No, she just got punished. <laughs> but she probably enjoyed it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. What is um, this okay, anime? So then, so then our main character, Nozomi, um, she has to pull turnips out of the ground using her ass and momentum. And she keeps breaking them, and so they have turnips for dinner for like three days straight. Because she's trying to pull turnips out of the ground. Because she has a fatal flaw in her technique. And it's because her ass is too thick. Her butt is too big that she has slowed down because of it. And so her opponents are able to predict her moves because that butt too thick. Um, and so... <laughs> And so she has to learn how to use momentum from turnip pulling to be able to increase her speed. Logic. Words that I thought would never come out of our mouths. No. But it's along the same logic, you know, as Sayaka um, getting faster when she gives herself a wedgie. But there's less friction. She has more range of motion. But how does it make her move that fast to where she's literally teleporting around the place or like Deku shoot style of just bouncing off of frames? You know what's what made me laugh so much is the fact that her opponent, who was like also supposed to be really fast, saw that she had given herself a wedgie, realized what it had done for her, that she now had this extra speed, and didn't then be like, huh, so if I do that too, then I will also be on the same playing field. And just didn't give himself a wedgie. But she didn't train by giving herself a wedgie. Therefore, no. how would she know? How would she know? Like, could you imagine if she had, like, given herself a wedgie and then tried to use that power and instead just skyrocket herself off of the land into the water because she didn't know <laughs> what she was doing? Ran too fast. <laughs> <laughs> There's no brakes on this thing. Oh my god, what is this anime? It's so dumb. It's dumb, that's what it is. Oh my god, also the final race where they're literally getting, like, just crushed, like, viced. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> when their butts clench, the two girls who have, like, really strong butts, and these ripples come out of nowhere. <laughs> Now that reminds me of a Spongebob reference, whenever Patrick and Spongebob are trying to get tanned, so they turn Patrick's rock into a fucking tanning bed. This whole anime just reminds me of Handsome Squidward. Like, that's that's where I'm at. Pretty much. Like, yeah. oh, the description of this anime is going to be nothing but fucking Spongebob references. <laughs> Honestly. I don't even um, remember what all we've talked about. Just Spongebob references. Just just Spongebob and spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> oh, and vacuum right. butt cannon. Anyway. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. So, so then at the end of the training camp, they all get to pick a partner. 
um, from somebody else who is part of the training camp that they can then fight to then practice their newfound techniques. So Mio obviously has um, a fangirl because that's how that works, right? So um, obviously uh, she gets jealous of Nozomi's relationship um, with Kusakai because, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. Fangirl, mm-hmm. hypno titties, big fight. Yeah, jealousy. Mad <clears throat> stuff. So they fight and, um, you know, first off it's like, oh no, is my turnip training going to actually help? Oh wait, I haven't fully put it into practice. I'm going to turn up the turnip and <clears throat> roll out. Yay! Fight and then victory. <laughs> victory. That's how that goes. Yeah. And there's lots of butts and boobs. It's a time. Pretty much, pretty much this whole anime. Yeah, it's like this whole anime can be described in. Um, so this section of the anime, there um, are girls. Um, they train. Um, they fight another girl. Uh, butts and boobs. Uh, there's a uh, win. Yep, that's pretty much it. Occasionally, <laughs> hypno titties, vacuum butt cannon, some weird nipple like judo throw. Yeah, nipple judo throw, uh, nipple drills. That was a thing. Yeah. Um, Nipple samurai sword. Now that was some quick draw right there. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? Like parries in Dark Souls where you have to like swing at just the right time to knock them off their guard. <laughs> and then boob vices that would literally crush people and then just shoot them off the map with like no uh-huh. issue whatsoever. Yeah. No momentum. Yep. Just butt cannon. Just butt cannon. So then... We come to the crux of the anime. This is the point where we realize there is another school that also goes through this year-long um, training course to be able to produce professional players. And we learn that this other school is the best at it. They have won a championship between the two schools for 10 years in a row. This is the 11th year that they are going to be competing against each other. And they have like sponsorships and better facilities and all of these t-shirt t-shirts teachers <laughs> individual <laughs> training coaches for each of the girls they are on a whole different playing field but they have this this meeting every year where they have this tournament and so the girls go to fight this tournament east versus the west and um the uh, their opponents are rude and they look down on them and it's the underdog story is establishing and which has been this the way throughout, but yeah, underdog story. Here we go, continuing next level, and the, we realize there is going to be a four v four, four v four, a three stage fight. So there's twelve competitors on each team, twenty four in total. Girls are going to be fighting it out to the death. Just kidding, not to the death, to the butt. Sure, and. Only one will reach the peaks of victory. <laughs> Only one with <laughs> peaks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, it's it's elite class versus elite class. Um uh, we will see how this turns out. First challenge is on a jungle gear ju- <laughs> jungle gym. <laughs> It's like a pipe construction with, like, multiple layers, and they're just... Oh, also, these girls can jump. Like, they have anime-level jumping. They're like Spider-Man jumps. But, like, that's not established. 
So just be aware of that. They can jump. Matt hops. Um, and yeah, juggle jam fight. <laughs> Super fast wedgie acceleration, but like turned up to 10. It's like if Ida had like jumped into the match. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, this is the wonderful story of um, a young girl who strayed from her father's set path when he finds out that she was actually where she was supposed to be uh, after she strayed from her path and he becomes proud of her and it's um it shouldn't be as sweet as it is in an anime like this yeah like i again this should not have made me care like i should not have any emotional investment in any of this and then i see that happen i'm like oh i could almost yeah. cry i'm not going to yeah. because last week's episode pulled me out of tears it was so well set up as well like it was really early on established that she had a bad relationship with her father like in the first episode when she's introduced she's introduced as like this um judo person who comes from a family of dojos and a family of dojos she comes from a family of dojos mom and dad are dojos (laughs) grandparents (laughs) she is a baby dojo (laughs) she will grow she will one day grow into a full dojo Uh, (laughs) right now she only teaches children under five (laughs) I mean, she's tiny. She's she's basically a child under five herself. Honestly. Um, but again... But yeah, so... I don't... It, it was just well set up. They did it well. It they sh- it shouldn't... We shouldn't care about her, but we do. No, we definitely shouldn't care. But holy shit, did we care. Yeah. And she wins for her team. Oh, and Hypno Teddy's also wins. But uh, what the fuck happened <laughs> with that part of the fight, man? Um. So... Hypnotitties uh, is most likely um, a lesbian. I'm not going to assume, assume anybody's uh, any character's sexual orientation, but uh, bisexual, lesbian, something like that, she is attracted to her fellow teammates, or she is just a very touchy-feely person. But yeah, she <laughs> had a set of twins that she um, practically like got their rocks off on that stage. <laughs> They were supposed to be powerful twins. They were, they lost to her very quickly. And she just toyed with them the whole time. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I just want to know how powerful, like, she really is. Yeah, if she was doing it seriously, I want to know how, how powerful she is. Because I honestly think that it is so rare to see her fight seriously. I don't think she ever fought seriously. Like, her only version of fighting seriously was actually breaking out the hypno-titties, like, super early on. They're never yeah. brought out again. No. Like, honestly, she should have been in the last battle instead of, like, samurai nipple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So then, we win that one. The next fight, the next 4v4, is on four, like, aeroplane things. They're, like, they rock, and it's, um, yeah. And Kazane is our main, like, our character that is fighting in this. No, form. it was uh, Kazane and uh, Soft. Oh, yeah, Toguchi. Yeah. Toguchi. Soft and soft. hands. <laughs> That's all soft I and hands. <laughs> so yeah. soft hands were fighting really hard. <laughs> I was just thinking that they should get sponsored by a moisturizer. Oh my god, yes. Uh, yeah, stupid. <laughs> but hilarious. Um, yeah, and they pretty quickly 
um, throw two of the op- opposing girls off of the planes by, like, pushing them into a corner and then, like, rocking the boat. Catapults. <laughs> yeah, catapults. Um, and so it ends up being a 4v2, but, pun intended. <laughs> what? There's <No>. more. <laughs> There's more than meets the eye um, with one of the girls who is fighting on the opposing team. She has twisty nipples. Drill nipples. <laughs> <laughs> she has drill nipples. What did I just say? <laughs> oh my god. This is one of those episodes I wish we actually recorded our faces because I'm sitting here and I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I just say things so that I think about the fact that what I just said, and I'm like, what? This is like the only anime that we've really had to do this with, though. This is, stu- this is stupid. Oh, my God. It's so dumb. Oh, um, I've laughed yeah. more just from this episode than I did the actual show. <laughs> oh, what was that Attack on Titan reference? Oh my god, Buttack on Titan. <laughs> Buttack on Titan. Like, they animated this giant chick as the colossal Titan, like, sliding down a fucking rooftop to attack another girl. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, it's so stupid. <laughs> and then, um, Twisty Nips uh, and Cousin A and the Last Men Standing... And they both go to fall into the water, and um, it looks like Kazane hits the water second, but then on the replay, they zoom in, and Twisty Nipple untwisted her nipple at such sheer velocal power that it propelled the water away from her, so she actually hit the water second because she indented the water from the sheer power of her untwisting nipples. (laughs) Yes, sure, we'll go with it. I mm-hmm. I watch this shit and I still can't believe it. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's like, what do you want in this story? We have a couple ideas. We could like have um uh, twisty nipples. We could have um hypno titties. We could have um like uh, samurai nips. Like, what 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 are you thinking on the titty front? And the author was just like, yes. <laughs> Okay, so which one did you- Yes. You you want- Yes. All of them. Thanks. Nipple judo throw. <laughs> oh my god. She friggin' has senses. Like, she has- She can see heat signals in the body. And she relaxes all of her muscles to where her nipples are the only thing that are hard. So- so that she can throw, judo throw, over the shoulder, hip throw. I. But then you have the girl that hypnotizes herself into thinking her butt is being controlled by fairies. So it's fairies. so much stronger. And it's got like a circle of fairies around it. Fairies. Oh my god. Oh. The magician. How have we not talked about the magician? Oh, it's because we're not on that episode yet. But yeah, now we're on that episode. (laughs) 
where she gets knocked out and cards are just shooting, shooting at her ass. <laughs> like an Uno dispenser. Like, what the heck? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not uh, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Oh, my God. Nope. I about made a pun. I'm not going there with that one. Uh, no, I want to hear it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. Oh. I guess you could say she's a jack of all trades. <laughs> it's a diamond in the rough, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So then, the final fight, they're on a, a like, temple-style building. It slowly sinks into the water when each person is eliminated. We get our main character, Nozomi, versus um, our uh, main antagonist. Maya. Maya. Thank you. I was thinking Mio, but that was the other one. <laughs> Maya. And... Um, Maya is kind of lost, obviously, and so this fight is going to bring her some grounding. This is like a Bakugo versus Deku fight style here, um, and I can't, I can't reference other animes with this because I'm like, no, it's not. That's stupid. But also, yeah, that's the character description fight, but like, it's so different. Um, <laughs> oh my god! No, you know what? Rule thirty four has probably already made that a thing. <laughs> Uh, probably, probably. <laughs> I'm fairly certain there's a fan fiction out there about it. Probably. Why not? And uh, yeah, so then final fight, uh, big thing. It's is one win versus one loss. This will determine whether or not they will be the champions after eleven, uh, ten years of of losing. This being the eleventh championship. It's like, why is it the sad element of her thinking that she's gonna lose her home? <laughs> Like, why is that a thing? This is about butts and boobs. Don't make me feel emotional. They're trying to make you care about the antagonist before she loses. I don't want to care about her. I mean, honestly, though, I could have been fine with that going either way. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) But yeah, we win. Yay! Yay! (laughs) With a full throttle vacuum butt cannon. (laughs) Oh, uh, oh my god. But it's oh not God. it's not the butt that wins. No, the momentum causes her boobs, more specifically her nipple, to just pow right to her forehead. <laughs> After she gets like a Super Saiyan power up from one of her teammates' boobs before she falls off. <laughs> it's dumb. It's, it's so dumb. dumb. Oh my God. And then, um, yeah, obviously, uh, after that, they're all friends, because that's how that works. That that how that works, yes, that's how that works. They have a party, um, and then graduation, yay! Leaving off on her getting ready to start her pro career. Herself and uh, Mieta are just, like, the, the end's last scene is them walking into their, like, agency i guess they're like locational like the people that are going to promote them on on their turf and um they are known they are the girls that took over the west the east i don't remember which side is which one of them yep they were the i don't remember (laughs) 
uh, I had much more important things to remember <laughs> about the anime instead of which one was which. But yeah. Um, and that's where we end off. That is that is the twelve episodes. That is the one season. I so badly want a second season that is not even funny. Yes, like please give us a second season. My God, I want to know how their pro careers go. I want to see our main character and Hypno Titties have like a full full out fight. Yes. Like yeah, the- I want to see her. She's got the butt cannon now, a vacuum butt cannon. She's perfected it. I want to see her perfect like a vacuum tit cannon. That would be great. But the momentum, like, man. The the momentum. I want to see her maximize momentum. Like she like, needs to yes. give herself a wedgie. That's all. <laughs> I want. I want a as like a upgrade, like a tools upgrade. You know, it's like oh, if you take this samurai sword, then the legend of the kitsune will enter your soul and you will become the best fighter i want that but for a swimsuit i mean they'll probably get there yeah that's what i want i want her to find an edna mode style designer that will make specific stuff for her that maximizes her vacuum butt cannon yes yeah (laughs) that is the hero that the show needs yeah that's Uh, what i want and i want to see the lady missile of kyoto i want to see her with her s-class tournament yes like, I want to see her make S class and then make her farming town rich. Yeah, that's what I want to see. There's so much that I want. Just give it to me now, please. Yeah, I want Mieta to go back to her roots of judo to find a new weapon to be able to use in Kyoto. In, in, in Kyoto. In Keijo. I keep looking at the word Kyoto because I've written in my notes. Um, <laughs> in Keijo, I want to see her go back to her father and be like, teach me a new training trick thing. <clears throat> that's what I want. Oh, I don't know God. why I want it. I want it, though. I want all of the stereotypical training montage things to happen in this anime. Please. Yeah, just give us a whole second season of training montages, then third season can be like all tournament arcs. I just don't understand how this had a beach episode. I mean, I understand why it had a beach episode, but it's about but The whole thing is a beach episode. It wouldn't be a shonen if it didn't have a beach episode. It still had a beach episode. <laughs> oh my god. So, what do you rate it? 10 out of 10. It's perfect. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> it's a full 10 out of 10. It's so stupid. Oh my god. It was a blast. It's such a fucking blast. Will I watch it again? Yes. Because I'm probably going to forget all of this and then I'm going to watch it again and it's going to be just as funny. That's what happened the first time. It's, it's probably what's going to happen this time. This is not something that remains in my brain. But I always remember, it's one of those, I have used this as a threat so many times. This anime is my threat anime. It's like, you want something? I can one-up you. Here's an anime specifically dedicated to butts and boobs. I I told Tree about it. I was like, I remember when he popped into my stream one time. Oh like my god, you did. Oh my god, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know what to watch, what anime to watch. What's the most ridiculous anime you can give me? And I'm like, this. Watch this. And he didn't. But still... <laughs> So, you know what's a scary thought? What? I wonder how our thumbnail for this episode's going to turn out. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Because <laughs> I gave full reign for the thumbnail. I was like, do your absolute best. It's, it's episode 69, I mean. I mean, this this episode is literally for the jokes. Like, that was the it's whole reason the we did it. Like, I... As much as I wanted to schedule our Sailor Moon episode this week, because it's the week that the films drop, I was like, uh-uh, nope, we are. <laughs> episode 69 is staying, because my god. Oh my god. 
Such a such a blast. It's you know what I'm rating this? Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine out of sixty-nine. <laughs> 69 out of 69 or a 6.9 out of 6.9 that's what i'm rating it it's perfect yeah yeah it's a great time i loved it yeah it's stupid i want a male version of it i think that would be hilarious yes please i want a second season of this one i want them to overlap i think that would be hilarious like they do a joint training program or something together okay so should they make a male version of this what would some of the attacks be (laughs) oh my god well, first of all, we have to establish if they're still using butts or if we are just going pure junk. No, no, it, it can be both. Because obviously okay. if they're going to do joint training camps, you know, they <laughs> there has to be butt some to sort of, yeah, yeah. Butt to butt, they face each other. One drew his sword. Oh my god, what a text name could be Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Oh, Oh my god, I need this to be a thing. Oh my god. Oh my god, and you know how it's like the size comparison for boobs? Uh huh. You could do the size comparison for packages. Obviously. Mm hmm. Oh my god, it's like free, but for 18 year olds. <laughs> it honestly is. It's like 18 plus free. <laughs> oh my god, it's great. I love it. It's so stupid. It's so but yeah. stupid, but it's a great time. My God. It is. It's, it, honestly, if you haven't seen it, watch it. I mean, if you hate it after the first episode, it stays the way the first episode is throughout. So don't expect it to change. It's stupid from the beginning. It's stupid to the end. But expect great, like, fight animations. Like, the animation on the fighting is great. It's too well animated. Like, it's not, it, like, What? <laughs> Like, again, this show had no reason to be this damn good. Yeah. Like, it had no right to be this good. Whenever I agreed with Blue to do this for episode 69, I was like, I don't even know how this is going to fucking go. But now I'm just no. like, I want more. Like, just fucking yeah. give me more, please. The physical animation of the characters is really good. Like, it's consistent all the way through. It's very, very, very well done. And the... Um, like the actual character design, like the clothing design, especially of like the, I can't remember the letters is like the MI seven suit or whatever. I don't know what it is, but the like the suit that they put them in for muscle training is like so intricate. It's so detailed. It doesn't need to be. Why is it? But it is. No, like oh my god, I feel like we're just repeating ourselves, but it's so true. It had no reason to be this damn good. Yeah. Why? Why? The food looks good. Like, even small things that they've animated. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Go for it. I wanted gelato. Yeah. Yeah, it's genuinely really, really good. Highly do recommend for a good time. First, watching something stupid. I'm gonna gonna make Tree watch it now. Yeah, you should. You should say, Blue told you to watch this years ago. Watch it now. Thanks. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be like, hey, let's have a Discord movie night. (laughs) Just (laughs) play that. Oh my god, next time I'm over at Coda and Eric's, I'm going to make them watch it too. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully by next week I'll have an update on Coda's trip down Bunny Girl Senpai Lane. Mm -hmm. And then send him on to this, just for like, Bunny Girl Senpai is sometimes pretty heavy. Here's some relief. Yeah, have some some laughter afterwards. Honestly, I I bet him and his wife would get an absolute kick out of this. Honestly, yeah, here's some eye bleach. Here you go. 
Yeah, some great eye bleach. It's one of those eye bleaches, though. It's like, is it eye bleach or is it ble- is it? Do you need eye bleach after you watch it? Like, I mean, probably both. How about you just eye bleach it by rewatching it? Do you or do you not need to take a shower after you watch this? It's debatable. Yeah, it's, I guess it depends on how serious you want to take the show. <laughs> oh my uh, god! But yes. 69 out of 69 perfect yep perfect what a what an excellent way to wrap up episode 69 mm-hmm. holy shit <sighs> so if you like blue the lovely voice that is accompaniment i can fucking speak now look i'm ballsing up the outros you have rubbed off on me with your ballsing up of intros <laughs> but if you like the voice that accompanied me she has a twitch channel she's never on it but it's there twitch.tv forward slash blue lavender go drop her a follow she also has an Instagram and Twitter at Blue Lavender STM, where she has life updates, art updates, all that fun stuff, and also an Instagram for her dog Tilly at the best Tilly Bean, to where if you like doggo photos that are adorable, go check that out. Yeah, and if you like Brad, you can find him on Twitch. He does a crap ton of stuff on there. He's really active, and that RP server that he was talking about earlier is going to be streamed on there and. I assume you have all the links and everything, so... Yes, there will be an ad or like, posted on yeah. our Instagram tomorrow. I just have to finish editing that and getting it actually ready to go up. Cool. So if you want more information on that, you can uh, go onto Instagram or you can go onto Brad's Twitch um, at Brad Carter Gaming. He's also Brad Carter Gaming on his personal Instagram as well, so be sure to check that out to find the links for all the cool stuff so that you can check out that RP server because um, much entertainment, such fun. And yeah, if you liked what we did today and you listened to this episode and you want more we do have a uh, 68 other episodes that you can go and watch uh, on our youtube channel at bnb anime or on our website at www.bnbanime.com we also have um links to your favorite listening platform on there also some behind the scenes stuff like more about brad and myself more about our voice acting work some stuff about our artwork some friends of the podcast all on the website we also have an instagram and a twitter at bnb anime we are at bnb anime on all of our socials so if you're curious you can go and check those out there are links to fun stuff updates on the podcast uh lots of memes on the instagram as well it's a good fun time be sure to check those out and drop a follow wherever you're at thank you all so much for listening blue and i greatly appreciate it next week sailor moon the new films both one and two because, you know, why not watch two things, especially whenever they drop together? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited for you to take your first dive down the Sailor Moon train. I know. I know. Because Blue has never seen any Sailor Moon. I haven't. So I, I haven't. don't know if you're going to appreciate this technical masterpiece of updated Sailor Moon. But my goodness, I'm excited. I'm actually really excited as well. I'm I'm excited to dive right in. I probably am going to get obsessed. It's how I work. So we will see. <laughs> But remember, your opinion could very well affect your hair the next time you go get it done. No, Sailor Moon's perfect. Nothing's ever gone wrong with it. I love Sailor Moon. It's the best. (laughs) Uh, But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.